Hello, and welcome back to the Adventures in Marketing podcast. I am your host, Gwen Montoya. I am a marketing strategist who makes marketing not scary. That's my jam. That's what I love to do. Thank you for joining me today. If this is your first time, thanks for giving it a listen. If you are returning, thank you for coming back. I always appreciate that. If you're enjoying the podcast, hit the subscribe button and leave me a review. I love those. On today's episode, I want to talk about a trend that has been going on for a while, and that is using Instagram or Facebook as your website instead of having your own standalone website with your business name or your personal name or whatever you want to call it. And I want to talk about this because I understand the temptation of putting off creating your own website. It can be confusing if you're not familiar with the technology. It might feel like it's going to be really expensive or really hard, or you feel like maybe you know, in six months when your business is a little bit bigger, you'll get to it, but then you put it off and then, you know, it just keeps continuing, right? And we all have those things in our business that we need to do that seem hard. And so we put them off. However, when you're using Instagram or Facebook as your business page, it really leaves you vulnerable. And I wanted to go over why it leaves you vulnerable and then the benefits of having a website. Um, And then also at the end, I'm going to talk about how to get a website if you don't have one, because if this is something that is newer to you and you don't have one yet, you might be wondering what to do when you're ready to get one. So I want to talk about first why only using Instagram or Facebook as your website leaves you vulnerable. And the first thing is that the social media networks are always changing. The algorithms are always changing. I am sure that you have probably tried to keep on top of the algorithm or you heard something that you post every fifth day or that you use these hashtags and that works or don't use hashtags or put hashtags in comments, not in the caption or only post videos. Like there's so many different ways that people can use social media. And there are so many different angles that you can approach it from that it can be really challenging one to even stay on top of, but they also change it up all the time. Um, There's always tweaks to the algorithm and changes and something that used to work doesn't work. And it can be a big headache, especially if that's the only way somebody has to reach you. Outside of that, so if you're just, for example, if you're just sending somebody to your Instagram or your Facebook business page, you might not be worried about algorithms. Well, one of the things that that can happen is these accounts can get shut down. Um, They can disappear. They can be locked up, they can get hacked, and there is no customer service. If you've ever had any issue with a social media platform, you know this, there is no customer service. And if you're thinking that it won't happen to you, um, I can say that it has happened to at least three people that I know and have worked with, their accounts, and they did not do anything wrong, they did not do anything that broke the rules, their account just disappeared. For two of them, it came back after a week or so with no explanation or anything. It just appeared again. For the third person, it, it never came back. So if you were building all of your platform and all of your work and putting all of your energy into something that can literally disappear overnight, you need to have something else. There is also a distinct lack of branding on a Facebook or Instagram. Well, I mean, there's plenty of branding, but it's Facebook's branding and Instagram's branding. It's not yours. Every single Instagram account outside of the content it creates, looks the same. Every single Facebook business page outside of the content it creates looks the same. The tabs are always in the same place. The links are in the same place, all of that. 
And when you have your own website, you can tweak that. You can make it more your own. There's also no easy way to capture an email using Instagram or Facebook. And I know a couple of you are saying, wait, I use the link in bio and I have people sign up for my email list that way. You can totally do that. However, think of the extra steps it takes for somebody to do that. They have to make sure you have to make sure that they see a post that tells them to sign up for your email. They have to decide to click on that link in bio. They either have to scroll and or click on the link that takes them to sign up, and then they have to enter their information. However, if somebody is on your website, it can be much faster. And so that's one of the reasons why I always encourage somebody to have their own website. The other thing is that you want to be building your email list. In marketing, one of the goals is to move people from your social media to your email list because you have control over your email list. You own it. You can reach out to those people whenever you want. If you have 5,000 likes and 600 comments on a post that you make, you don't have any way to reach those 5,600 people ever again, unless Facebook allows it in their algorithm and you happen to show up. But you can't reach out with a specific message targeted to them, to their interests, to their journey on your buying path, any of that. So that's one of the other reasons you really need your own website. There's also the issue of analytics, and you might be thinking that Facebook gives you analytics and Instagram gives you analytics, so you're fine. You can be. However, when you have a website, you can install something called Google Analytics, which is free, and it is an incredibly powerful tool for you to learn more about your customers, where they're coming from, how they're using your website, which pages they're visiting, where they're going on your website, where they're leaving your website, where they're coming in on your website, how long they're staying on your website. All of this information is incredibly powerful and you don't get that on Instagram or Facebook. You sort of get like some glossed over information and it can be helpful. But really, if you want to grow your business, you really need your own website. Another challenge of relying on Instagram or Facebook is even if you send somebody there directly, they will be served ads. They will be served stories from their friends and family. They will be served possibly competitors. And all of that can distract them from working with you. That's what they went to that page to do. And then they saw that they had a notification and, an, and a message and they checked it. And then three hours later, they forgot that they were going to go learn more about you. And you don't want that to happen. You want to be able to capture somebody's attention fully. And you just can't do that on social media. It's such a busy place. So aside from vulnerabilities, right? What's the benefit of having your own website? This is your home base. This is everything about your business. You get to decide where it goes, how it looks, what somebody sees when they click on different pages. And like I said, you just don't have that control on a social media platform. On your own website, you can set your colors, you can set your fonts, you can set the images that you want somebody to see. And you really can't do that in the same way on a social media platform. As I mentioned earlier, you also have the ability to add an email signup. You can do a pop-up or you can add an email signup literally anywhere on your page. And you can't do that on social media. On Instagram, it has to be in the link in bio. On Facebook, I think there's still a tab. There used to be. They may have moved it. Um, basic, but somebody has to go hunting for it unless they see a post. It's not an easy thing to do. It involves multiple clicks and hunting and they might not think about it. But when there's a pop-up, you can capture somebody in the moment if there is a bar at the bottom or the top or the middle or wherever you want to put it of your website for somebody to sign up. It's easier to get them to do that than to do it through social media. You also own 
your own website in a way that you don't own the social media platform. You don't own Instagram. You don't own Facebook. As I mentioned, it could be taken away at any time. Your account could be deleted. It could be hacked. It could be taken down. The confidence you have when you own your own website and you are backing it up regularly because that's an important thing to do. It means that no matter what, you you can move it. If you are on WordPress, for example, and decide that you don't love WordPress, you can move your website in its entirety without very much hassle to Squarespace or from Squarespace to WordPress or wherever you want to take it. And you don't have that option on social media. You can't export your entire Facebook content over the years that you've been doing it and reset it up somewhere else without an enormous hassle. Having your own website also gives you a more polished image. If you are focusing on growing your business and gaining new contacts, then you really need your own website. I kind of liken it to having a store of your own versus selling out of the trunk of your car. And there's lots of people who do just great selling out of the trunk of their car, but is that really the image you want to project? Or do you want to project a grown-up image of your business. I've already mentioned Google Analytics, but I want to dive a little bit further into that. I want to talk about search engine optimization or SEO as it is also called. Depending on your business, depending on your goals, this can be a really powerful way to attract new clients through search. You absolutely cannot do that on Facebook or Instagram. It just doesn't work that way. You also decide your customer's experience. You decide what it's going to look like what they're going to see, the order that they're going to see things in, it really lets you present an entire picture of what you do versus single posts the way that social media is. If you're somebody who has been using Instagram or Facebook as your website and you're ready to get your own website, you might be wondering what the next steps are. First, you choose your URL. And a lot of times that's your business name. You can use namecheap.com. It's a service I really like. It will tell you whether or not your desired URL is available and it will also tell you the price. Most are around $10. Some are a little bit less, some are a little bit more. If it is taken, it will tell you. It will sometimes offer suggestions. I always recommend getting a .com if possible. It's just what people default to searching for. There's also .co, but I'm not sure that people who aren't buying URLs are versed enough in it to not automatically add an M at the end and get lost somewhere else. There's a lot of fun newer ones that are coming out. Like I think there's a dot dreams and a dot money and I think a dot book and maybe a dot music. You know, you can use those if you want, but I really recommend getting a dot com if you can. If the URL that you want is taken, sometimes if you add a the at the beginning or an S at the end, or you just tweak it a little bit, or you add um, a city at the beginning or the end, if you are a location-based business, that can sometimes open up that URL that you want, and then you can use that. One of the challenges I see people who want to create their own website come up against is which website builder to use. And I actually have a blog post. I will link that in the show notes for you. Um, my site is on Weebly. I'm working on moving it to Squarespace. Squarespace is a good option. WordPress is a good option. Wix is one that some people like. There are people who hate those platforms, and there are people who love those platforms. There's plenty of opinions to go around on all of them. What I recommend is if you are building your own website, try all of them out and pick the one that you feel most comfortable using. Because if you're not comfortable using it, you won't update it. And then it will get stale and you will get frustrated and you will feel trapped that you have this website that you can use. So whatever one you pick, whichever one feels right to you, use that. If you are hiring somebody to do it for you, 
be sure that you understand how to make the changes that you are going to want to make on your website. One thing I've seen over and over throughout the years is somebody hires a web designer to build them a website, but then they're never trained on how to make changes to that website. And so they are stuck constantly going from person to person to make changes on their website. So again, if you feel comfortable on a platform, then hire somebody who is trained to make websites on that platform if you're going to hire it out. Don't hire out somebody to make change, to make you a website on a platform you don't know how to use or you're going to get frustrated. And then after that, you start to fill it up. It's kind of like building a house, right? You get to decide what's in it. You get to decide what color the walls are, what color the carpets are, what kind of fixtures you have. All of those things go into your website. I also have a couple of Pinterest boards that focus on branding. So I will link those in the show notes for you in case fonts and colors and this is just a little bit outside what you're comfortable with or what you're familiar with. So I will link those in the show notes for you also. So to wrap this episode up, you need your own website. It is your home address on the internet. It is your own space. You own it. You have complete control over it in a way that you just don't have on social media. It doesn't mean that you don't have social media accounts. It doesn't mean that you're not posting to those also. It just means that you have a place that is entirely yours on the internet. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you have any questions, you can always reach me at gwen at gwenmontoya.com. And again, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave me a review and make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get new episodes.